Hello? Hey, Tree. This is That's All, folks. I'm actually in, in here with Zach Show Live. Hey. Zach Show Live. That's All, folks. Hey. Welcome to Zach Show Live on That's All, folks. Brought to you by Tree. Anchor. Cheerios. And Tree. <laughs> um, so, Zach was just here. He's rolling up a fatty vampire stick. And it's actually a skinny. I'd say it's more like a hundred, like a like a like a Virginia Slim, a Virginia Dang. Slim daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and he, I he asked me about Casey Neistat's new project, uh, three six eight. Have you heard of it? Oh uh, no! Actually, no. yeah. And this is sort of a trash cast topic, so I decided to call you, and I figured, you know, we should talk about this stuff since the show. You're still having um, video issues trying to get your files to me, right? So, right. How, how? I mean, how, I. Honestly, I'm amazed that that didn't get deleted, and I still have some, my suspicion that it actually is totally gone. <laughs> <laughs> no, check the Dropbox. I definitely uploaded the first 15 minutes. Okay. You can uh, okay. tinker around with that. It's there. I didn't know But that. it's tough. I've just been dealing with a lot of crashing, but um, um, it'll get there. Yeah, okay. Um, so for... Is this his independent project? Yeah, so it's like his like new. I guess it's like he's like an everyday vlogger now. He said that. That's that's his new thing. Right. His new thing. It's been his thing. Everyday live stream. But he's a daily. He's a daily vlogger now. He was a daily vlogger for a long time. But he he hasn't been for a while. He hasn't been. Isn't his new thing live streaming? Um, that's a lot of people's new thing. Everybody's dabbling in live. No, he's doing it too. Okay. Um. And and in fact, I mean, Logan Paul is live streaming at this very moment. We should actually tune into that. Oh, Oh my God. Logan Paul is live streaming on Twitch for the first time today. He, uh, he, there's so many babies that are playing it. He has got to capture his audience in another realm. Uh, So he, but he, he got his Fortnite name two weeks ago. The name is Logan Paul was taken because Logan, the username Logan Paul was mm. taken. And he has been promoting that for a couple of weeks, but not actually streaming mm-hmm. anything. And he's been practicing Fortnite in secret so that when he's finally like playing and streaming in front of people, he doesn't suck because Logan Paul always needs to be the best, you know? Yeah, he can't just be growing and developing with the fucking rest of us. That's annoying. No, nope. <laughs> he's got he's to always be the best naturally. But Dwarf Mamba has been... Tr- his his roommate has been uh training him i guess andy andy and his cameraman um forget what his camera dude's called now but he's also they've all been practicing they're all going to be playing in logan's new fucking like fortnite gaming room that he Uh, built it actually it started a half hour ago i can't believe i missed this is it gone i'm trying to log in now and see no no it'll still be up he's not uploading a video today because he's only doing this here we go here we go going in logan he's also a vegan now yeah what's your opinion on wow changes i don't know he's already this is logan paul i don't know yeah i feel like jake paul is starting to get that a little bit of a dad bod so maybe he's just just trying to like beat him to the punch and just try to not just like make sure he's like still fit (laughs) you think you think jake's getting a dad bod (laughs) yeah 
I think a lot of he's been under a lot of stress lately. I'm, I've been noticing it. He looks weird in shorts anymore. Huh. Check it out. Might be right. Yeah, check those thighs out. Well, how should I, where should I look at that? <laughs> Wait, Logan Paul was so, taken. Here you go. Okay. I'm tuned in. Are you tuned in? Yeah, yeah. See, there, there's Spencer. There's Spencer's cameraman, who's apparently the one that got him to become vegan. Too. I'm in here. Uh, yeah, he also meditates. Who the fuck is the one holding the cam? Spencer's. Is, is that Cade? That looks like flipping Cade. It might be K just because Andy, because of Andy. I think isn't I think he's That's trying to find that. a way out of YouTube. This is totally what this is. Yeah. No, well, I think it's like he saw the they audience was the big. Shirts too? Are you kidding me? <laughs> so what? Yeah, is that his new thing. Yeah, huck it. It's the new send it. Oh my god! What is it? Huck it. Huckett's the new send it. What's Huckett? Like, go for it. Just do, right. do it. Basically, like, fuck it. But, like, yeah. also, Huck also has kind of like a... It's like, go for it. Fuck it, go for it. Oh. Yeah, Huck kind of for me means, like, let's Huck it up. Like, and it's like, Chuck. Let's, let's muscle it. A lot of time, it's, it's referring, you're, they're, like, jumping off of something. So, it's, like, also, like, Chuck, like, chucking your body, like... It's just an active word. Yeah, right. huck it. It can be but anything. It's like the exact. It's an exact replacement for send it. To huck is to like do something well and and very. Are you Urban Dictionary right now? No, <laughs> it's 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 throwing caution to the wind and just doing it to. It's like YOLO. It's really right. bad. Well, is he the originator and, like, of that, or is go. he just like stealing yeah. that from somebody what? else? Did he like make that? You think? Nah, I actually don't know where Huckett's origin is. Mm. But this is this looks like a normal stream in my opinion so far. Nothing special here. Yeah. He premiered his. Oh fuck! My computer died. Well, you know what? I was so gonna say we should probably is. put a time limit on this Logan Paul coverage, so that's a good amount. Of time. Yeah. True. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, we we don't we can do whatever we, we just want wanted to peep in. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. But yeah, he premiered his room. He made a gaming room mm. that's all Fortnite themed. Like it's him as a Fortnite character. Mm. He's also. It looks pretty you, shitty. If you look in the, the painting, <laughs> the painting that it's like him and like Kong and like he even said like the picture of Kong is pretty bad. Like, oh man. Yeah, but it's just like a. I think he he really studied about what works on live stream. I think he's been looking at other people and what's successful because that. Did you see his plate breaking game? No. In the background, you can see a bunch of plates. Oh. And he has a history of breaking plates as a goof, and if he loses or something or wins i don't really know he takes yeah. a slingshot and he shoots the plates randomly and some of them have like discount codes for to buy merch so if he hits one maybe it'll be like 50 percent off merch for the next something uh, two hours, two hours loses, he does that it, think, it's just like it's just like if he i think he's gonna do it like you know maybe four times throughout maybe if he has like a two hour stream he'll do it like once every like half hour yeah we'll see i guess but okay. it's it's like playing games is like that's like a cam girl thing like i'm gonna spin the wheel and if i get this you guys are gonna see my tits if i do oh, this man. i'm gonna use a dildo it's like very like live streams they it's all about gamifying one of the things that's very successful is like game sort of game shows that involve huh. the um the yeah, yeah yeah i think i mean that's what we're we've been trying to do too we're mm -hmm. trying to incorporate games True yeah, that. he's good at audience interaction on his normal channel, and he's he's he knows how to do it on Twitch. It's too. all about engagement. Job. It's all about 
creating the illusion that you're their virtual friend. Yeah. I mean, hey, I mean, games are fun, you know. Yeah, they that's are fun. fine, you know. Um. So back to three six eight. Yeah. Oh, we took a hard turn. We took a really hard <laughs> time turn. Time limit. Yeah. Three six eight. But first off. What the fuck does three six eight stand for? I'm like in. It was the address. That was my second guess. Yeah. His address. I was like maybe like three sixty five. It's the address of the building. So okay, Casey Neistat one hundred and one. Casey Neistat. He's probably like thirty eight. I don't know. He's probably forty. He's forty ish, mid forties maybe. I don't know, but he he's like basically a motivational speaker that somehow landed a documentary about his life on HBO a while back, and then. That was sort of like a lot like vlogging the show was. And then he started work, doing stuff on YouTube, vlogging every day, vlogging his life. And people – he is good at making videos. He's got great eye, great editing style. And a lot he of lives, people would call him Vlog Jesus. I call him Vlog Jesus. Mm. <laughs> and, yeah, a lot of the things that he did in his vlogs, people rip right, off right. and then use for their vlogs. Well, I want to say officially on the record is that Casey Neistat really liked The Verge. And a lot of the, my friends who are video people worked there – and I think he stole a lot of the tricks from them. For some the record, the, some of the looks, for the look and feel, the edits. I think his style is not is like a little bit influenced by The Verge, even a lot influenced by The Verge. But um, throwing shade. Yeah. Well, I just noticed it. I mean, him and MK. MKB, I mean, here's my question: Is like MKB, who influenced who? Because The Verge was probably just very influenced by YouTube. Like, no, we didn't like him anyway. I just know we. I know we weren't because well, I knew nobody watched him. I think that goes back to, like, the original question, you know, was it the chicken or the egg? Good question. Right. <laughs> anyway, so his editing style was good, um, and he made daily vlogs, and people watched him, and he's, like, very successful. A lot of his style became the archetypal vlog yes, style. Yes, that's... Uh, I by hip-hop, time lapses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything was... Everybody steals from It's Casey, not that it's great. But, it's just that it's like a real packaged kind of like aesthetic that's easy to reproduce, and so like that's yeah. why it kind of took off. I mean, he's a filmmaker. He's a, he's a filmmaker, you know. So he he does uh, revert back to some of those old film techniques and um, formats, I guess. Mm-hmm. He yeah, his, he's not he, dumb. He has a distinct style. Anyway, sure. He, he bought he. Got really successful. Eventually, he made a company called Beam that was an app company that was supposed to be the most honest social network because instead of looking at your pictures before you post them, you hold your phone up to your heart or whatever. It uses your phone's proximity sensor to activate the camera, records a photo or a video, and then sends it without you being able to even look at it. So it's supposed to be like raw, uncut life, and you're supposed to be like, you know... It wasn't successful. It, okay, yeah, whatever. It wasn't successful. A lot of his fans used it because, like, he would talk about it, and they're just fans, and they would, you know, they would use it to just—they felt bad for Casey or whatever. They believed in the right. mission. But Beam sold to CNN for a lot of money. I want to say a couple million. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, he was supposed to turn Beam into like CNN's the future of the news company, somehow like fusing social networks and news into one. It failed really badly. He left the company. The company folded. And now he's doing nothing. For, he was doing nothing for a while. He was pretty bummed. He admitted like he did a bad job. He, he was like, I got it over my head. I couldn't do it. 
and see, but he still has all that green CNN what do you green. Think, what, do you, what do you think? What do you think? Wait, let me get to the oh, story today. All right, all right. So he's got some of that CNN green, right. and he's like, "What do I do now?" He's kind. So he bought the other day. He premiered this company called Three Six Eight, which is basically a three floor studio that used to be the Beam Office, mm-hmm. I believe, and. uh so he wants to turn it into basically the Andy Warhol. I think so. He's trying really? to turn it into the um, factory. He, he's tr- he said, my idea for this is where people can come in and do whatever they want. And he showed scenes from like Andy Warhol's factory. So, the, and he said, and also I'm going to start doing my daily vlogs again. Because he stopped doing them at, when he was doing Beam stuff. He was like, I don't have time for this every right. day. But so now he's like, I'm doing daily vlogs every day. People are psyched because it's like back to the old grind, daily vlogs. And then also he's building this hang zone, 368. And so we're going to watch the construction of this zone and daily vlogs. And, and now he's got, it's kind of interesting because now he's brought his like friend and like surf buddy from like um, Cape Town from, Cape yes, Town. from South Africa. <laughs> as like a new character in his vlogs he's very much set up to be like this new very like quirky like kind of like surfer dude like kind of just walks in randomly on the scenes he's such a fucking like vlog <laughs> character i'm like oh but my he's God. an editor too if you've watched the vlogs yeah he's been editing. he's too. been they've been like yeah. sharing the edit but i mean that's just like fucking i mean logan paul like his fucking editor is also yeah. right. playing like fortnite yeah or sometimes he's a man i guess Oh yeah, but his editor lives in the UK. He was actually in his birthday. I mean, they all kind of do it. They all kind of do it all. Like you kind, if you want to be in that life, you kind of have to. Yeah, to do it. but I would say Logan Paul's editor and a lot of their editors don't get screen time because they're fucking always at their computer. Editing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, can Nothing. I see it a little? I just want to show. I just want to like basically shout out editors again. Like it sucks. Shout yeah. out to all the editors out there. We want this to be an editor-friendly podcast where, like, editors could say editors, what they want to say. Hashtag cave life. How, hashtag what life? Yeah. Cave life. Mm. Cave life. Yeah, yeah. we want to know what's going on. Like, we want to know. We just want to know how you guys are. Like, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I know how they are. Bad. They're 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 the ones sitting drinking fucking monster right. hydros, you know. <laughs> like the sun's Eating outside, seeds. but they have no idea. Mm. They ain't seen the sunshine in three damn days. <laughs> Here's, my... <laughs> Here's my question: can, Where can I? Uh... Oh, I see. I'm on YouTube. Three six eight. I want to see this South African kid you're the talking space? about. Yeah. Well, just go to Casey Neistat. I mean, this space is wow. going to be fucking awesome. But well, they're going to deck it out pretty hard. It's so, also still, still going to be awesome. Let me hear. What do you think your opinion is? Where is this? Where is three six eight a year from now? Mm. I think they're going to be. They're just. I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is too predictable. But are they just going to be an influencer like, an influencer like incubator? That's I, exactly what they're going to. I mean, what I, my that's exactly what I think. Like, you know, the Team 10 house is basically an influencer incubator. Mm-hmm. Logan Paul's house is basically an influencer incubator. So he's a little Everyone bit like the FaZe Banks house is. Once we class. get a house, it will be an influencer incubator. We're going to make a literal incubator. It's going to be warm. We're going to have hay in there. <laughs> 
light bulbs, keeping everything nice and toasty. Yeah, I mean, I like that he's a little bit late to the game. I'm sure he's gonna, he's smart enough since he's supposed to be like the, the original like vlogger or whatever. He probably has a curveball at some point. Like maybe just because he has more money, maybe he's gonna like be really into cultivating whatever. And he's and he's like an adult, and like a lot of other adults really like him and like respect him. So he has more pool in that he's, way, and he hasn't pissed anybody off. He's probably not going to be goofing off as much. He's probably going to be really focused no. on like really nurturing whatever's going on in there. That's my guess. Well, I think goofing off is what nurturing would be Maybe. in an office like that. I mean, I think that if we had an office. Like, we could easily, like, make that fun environment that was very, like, watchable and clickable. Can we maybe get an office in New York and call it the address? Um, we could get, like, a... But it's pretty much what I would say about We should these... be a traveling incubator, like, you know, do the va- hashtag oh, van yeah. life, too. Like, that's, that's, that the, would that's be... the new version. That's good. That's combining a couple different things in one. That's actually a good idea. I like Because then you could just do pop-ups, you know? It's like, uh, it's kind of mm-hmm. like the blimp, you know? Like our, uh, that's really yeah. what it is. It's, it's kind of like the green screen. The world is our backdrop. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's actually a pretty, we should We should that. TM that right <laughs> now so no one else takes it. Um. What do you think about spaces like this in general? Do you think I that think they actually are, are real hot right that now. are good? Yeah. I think they are. Super hot. I think they're extremely important. I, I would like to live in a house where everyone is like working on projects because it would just make me work more. Yeah, definitely. And it, I think that would be. I really want to do that. Do you think that that the point of life is to work all the time? I heard somebody say that um, that the United States is Calvinist. I think that's mm. what they said. <laughs> or Protestant, the Protestant work ethic. Like, that's true. You basically, like, enter heaven. Like, the most honest thing you can do is to always be working. Yeah, I think I was talking about that, too, at one point. It's just, like, that makes so much sense why the backdrop of capitalism is Protestantism. Because, like, the the hustle culture or whatever is a descendant from, like, that never stop mentality that the great American North American uh, um, culture came out of. I think, I think that's very true. Mm-hmm. It's a symbi- a symbiotic ethic with that. Yeah. It, it jives real well mm-hmm. with capitalism, which is just like, here's a new way to turn your life into work. Yeah. But here's the thing is like, you know, I guess the question is, like, what is work? Like, so many people, like, are looking for fulfillment. And so, you know, having uh, a family life isn't, like, for everyone anymore. Like, a lot more people aren't just, like, deciding to go that direction for fulfillment. They're, like, uh, discovering themselves later in life. So then whatever that work is becomes whatever that fulfillment thing like is. Like a kid. It needs it's, to be as important as a child. Yeah, it's like the whole Kaja Sui thing, right? Like That's a very interesting idea. I mean, I, so I think, like, what is work? I think work is, quote-unquote work, is, like, an old-fashioned way to think about, like, okay, you clock in, you're working for somebody else, you're not really enjoying yourself, and then you get to, like, TGIF, enjoy your family when you're out. But now, more and more, as, like, 
especially like Gen Z, like right now, like everybody's just all about like, and even us is just like, work should be something that you want to do. Like the expectation of going into uh, a profession that you actually want to do is becoming more and more of like the, the default. So then that line of work as like we used to know it, something that you didn't enjoy and like work that you do enjoy is like beginning to blur, you know, like, or like it's, mm-hmm. so I think like, what is work, right? So then when you start to say like, oh, you know, me living in a house with like a bunch of people that I enjoy working on projects that then soon doesn't become, that's like not even work anymore um, for some people. Yeah. So like, I don't know. It's, I think it's that. I think that's like, uh, like converging with like this idea of these like workspaces and like hustle culture and like incubators and all that stuff. Do you think that we could ever ensure a world where everyone on earth gets paid to do what they love? No, um, I, I think everyone will figure out. But how that's to the goal it. that we're working towards, yeah. right? That that work and play somehow merge in whatever activity you're like Casey Neistat's life is looked at as a model of somebody that has successfully turned play into work yeah like I was saying before if he's doing his job right he's goofing off in this space all the time yeah it just sucks though because that's gonna be divided by economic lines for sure not everyone will get that opportunity that's a problem he's like definitely privileged so he can do that um so not everyone will be guaranteed that ability that's that's one thing and i think the economic system would have to adjust to allow for everybody also to be able to figure out how to do that as well like we can't like there's gonna have to be some sort of like base income or something like that right i think that's basically what we're saying like so that you can live a life of just like on ongoing education and exploration yeah i mean that'd be cool it's it's tough too many things have to change it's gonna take a long time and capitalism is like way too strong so i don't know i hope so i mean on top of that i really don't i think that the the life that casey neistat presents in his vlogs Mm -hmm. the play the fun play Mm -hmm. life is really i mean he is having fun but I think he's said that the, he's back to his daily vlogs and he hasn't slept in like four or five days. That's another like thing, up yeah. All night editing. If this isn't like, it, he is honest about that, but I guess like he really emphasizes, he really sells this idea that he's having so much fun. And I think he really never shows the not fun parts. That's unfortunate. And so that, yeah. and so that like, even though he's selling the ideal life right now, which is like, work is play or play is work it's all it's all one for me and i've like this is all you have to do just do what you want do what you can't is it casey neistat says in his samsung campaign mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's basically defy them show them what's not possible <laughs> do what's if they say it's impossible do it yeah and he's basically saying because look at me i'm doing the impossible but i would say that no i I think his life is as as bad as everyone else's, but he just doesn't really show it. And so, but because he doesn't show that, people believe in the myth of this. This is his life is. This is what I think. Like I, I think a lot of people just have this desire to see like the true 
innovation in like a new vlog kind of like genre will be where you show like the cave life will be where you show like the struggle and I just like that's just like the thing that defines what like new like the vlogging that we all know right now and there's gonna be like a pendulum swing where people will just like are gonna start just like admitting and revealing more and more of like the work that goes into stuff and I think I've seen examples of that already and those are the ones that feel more authentic because it's true like it's it takes a lot of work to but those are also the ones that we don't want to hear because it's not the dream I mean like in a way we do want we don't want Casey Neistat to tell us but I wonder we don't want to hear about his problems we we want that we want that life to be possible who's we it's like maybe that's like maybe for us our generation it's like that's the way that we like to consume media but I feel like maybe for younger people they're they understand well they, they're more comfortable with you know um revealing parts of their lives that aren't as attractive I feel like younger people are way more comfortable with that you can even see it in the way that Uh, younger vloggers approach the camera versus like bloggers our age like younger vloggers uh have like no manners like they literally just like fart on camera or like you know their mom will walk in and it's like no big deal they don't have like that present that that like presentation that we grew up with like of the news anchor on tv which is so much of what like youtube vlogger kind of persona is all about so i think with them growing up with that sort of like relaxed feel in front of the camera, like maybe what what's also happening is that they're more okay with revealing like the tougher aspects about life. Like there's like this one musician that uh, like, she's like an, an electronic musician that I follow on Instagram. Her name's Qualitech, I think. I think that's how you pronounce it. But so she's, uh, she's like, I saw like a small interview with her where she was like, I dropped out of school and now I'm just living life and just like making art and like everything is art, whatever. But she's mainly in a, a, a musician and like, but she, but she was like in this really proper interview about her career as a musician. She's like, yeah, but I'm also like a painter. I'm also like this. So like to the camera, to the public, she was revealing that she is giving herself permission to be many things and to fail and that that failure is also part of her growth. And she's like, I don't even know what I'm into. I don't even know what I am. I'm just like figuring it out as I go along. And then like, so then later I saw her post something about um, she was like finishing up a record or something. And she just took like, it was like a, like a wide, wide shot of her workspace while she was finishing up this record and it was just like the gross like cave that actually happens when you're stuck in your room for months on end and you can't leave because you just need to put out this thing and it was like a time lapse or like like uh like a stop motion thing of just like how gross the space was and she constantly is talking about like how um how like there was this one time where she she talks about like how she has really bad social anxiety and she was like in her room and she's like all my friends it was like her birthday or something she's like all my friends are here and I don't feel like leaving my room I have really bad social anxiety as you guys know I'll make my way out but she was like doing like an Instagram of it it was like the weirdest thing so inevitably she like went out to like join her friends but like that sort of transparency I think is like something that um younger people are way more comfortable with and it's actually 
cool. Whereas for us, it's like that ruins the magic. Maybe. Maybe. I guess I don't want to say that Casey Neistat hasn't um, like admitted that he has failed because he did say he like failed at beam you know he said like he he said he hid from work like he just didn't know what to do so he would just like not talk to people Mm -hmm. which i thought was like that was actually pretty that was some pretty real stuff for sure yeah yeah. but it was a very so i think that he's not he's not completely he's he's not i I don't want to say that he only presents like positive stuff yeah but i would say failure for him because he's so rich is just like theoretical it's like a game like right <laughs> whereas like failing at a company and like wrecking an entire company for some people would mean bankruptcy or right. like you know real consequences he just had to go like uh, sit it with his wife at home more often <laughs> and like make food yeah you really have to you really have to like convince yourself that you really love i feel like you just talk about how much you love your job or whatever like you'll just actually start loving it Maybe. I don't know. I think it's true. I think you got to get high in your own supply. For sure, yeah. I I need to start doing that more. Like, I'm so fucking cool. Like, Yeah, definitely. Fake it till you make it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think it's true. We were talking about placebos lately. And, like, if you can turn – if you can believe that you are, like, some sort of magical person that can overcome anything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, in some ways, then you're just – you're tapping tapping into your maximum – potential i was watching i was watching the matrix the other day and i was just like (laughs) maybe that's it maybe this maybe the matrix is real like you know that's it i mean yeah elon musk said it is elon musk he said we're probably in the same i mean anybody who believes in like the simulation stuff is like it more than likely we're in a simulation yeah i mean if you ask me because if we're in a world that if we're in a world that we believe that we will eventually make like in even in a billion years you yeah. know or even in like this is somebody else's in, creation in in like a thousand years it takes us a thousand years to make something as good as the matrix okay after that we're going to have like a bazillion simulations yeah. and it's more likely that you're one of the people in one of those simulations than you are one of the people outside the simulation i definitely believe that can I just say something? What? Huh. You don't have to work, you know, in general. But I think it helps if you, when you do work, you do it well. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, so just have the always try your best attitude no matter what it is. So you're saying we, we need to move away from the Calvinist attitude where maybe we're a bunch of people that sit on beanbags most of the time. Yeah. Doing and, nothing. That's, and that's okay. I mean, self-reflection is important. But maybe once every few months you get up, you do Not something. Not even that. Maybe just, you know, Are like, you- that's a little less. You could do a little more. <laughs> I'm talking about like maybe just like a two-day work week. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Once every like decade or so. <laughs> you guys know, like you know how I'm moving towards a century. You know how Malcolm Gladwell says, like the ten thousand hours for mastery or whatever. 
No, what, what is that? I've heard of the 10,000 hours. Yeah, thing. that's what is it? Said, and Mal- Malcolm Gladwell. Like, that, I was like in a book or something. I don't know. If you do something for 10,000 yeah, hours, and, and you like, inevitably you put in your time. practice, you can refine whatever that skill is. If you choose, you just choose one thing and you do t- 10,000 hours. So, well, I think what it is is like it actually how many is that how many days is it that? factors it's not in a row so you know it factors down right, right. to like if you work four solid hours like with with the discipline on any given thing every day it's only four hours so that makes sense if that's the philosophy then four hours for how long four hours Forever. i don't know no pro- until you get to ten thousand hours um okay. because they say like four hours of disciplined work is all you need in a day and like everything else around it which is like socializing taking care of yourself like all that stuff is like energy to get you to your next four hours the the next day like those other things that you do are just as important as the four disciplined hours so like um and that so it's like seven years you're saying like the day has food groups i think so Work mm-hmm. is one of those squares, yeah. but bathing is probably in there. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know if cleaning yourself is that important. Never mind. What? I don't know if really cleaning yourself is that important. I guess you gotta clean your teeth. No, I think, I any think kind cleaning of self... yourself is totally important. It's like part of mental yeah, health. Yeah, cleaning yourself is falls in line with maybe even physical health and like stretching and like it's all the same. Like taking care. It's like walking the dog. That's one that's one uh part of the chart like the other part going for a walk in general maybe yeah like taking care i mean i guess it's like just like food diversify your your other things every day yeah because they say like if you take a walk like if you're stuck on a project the best thing the worst thing you can do is just sit there and like mull over it but the best thing you can do is just like take your mind of it remove yourself take a walk go in a different situation then come back to it so like i don't know i think this hustle culture is definitely really toxic because I honestly think that's probably why no one's like really innovating because everybody's constantly just like stuck in front of their computer feeling like they need to just keep go, go, go. And there's no real time for reflection and coming back to ideas. Everything is like think fast, move fast and break things, but nothing is like contemplate for a minute, see what you think, see if it's a worthwhile trend. And then- Can I tell you something that I always think about? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a sort of a little poem that I wrote that made that when I think about this idea, what? um, it's just ferment or fester. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's my question. Is like sometimes you have an idea, and the best the best way for that idea to be real, say <clears throat> it's a drawing, say it's a song, say it's a program say it's a whatever whatever you're gonna make you got the idea for it sometimes making it immediately is the best thing you can do yeah no that's 100 percent. yeah lightning in a bottle that's like sometimes the fresh ideas are are best when you're when you do them immediately and that's kind of casey neistat's philosophy i've got to say his office is set up so that his tools are surrounding him and whatever his idea is he can immediately act upon it and i really when i saw his office i gotta say i was there in person i was very impressed by it i was like this is a good idea this is this is why people like you is because they like that 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 way of being yeah to immediately act upon an idea yeah and sometimes when you wait on an idea that 
you should have done in the moment. <laughs> it like turn, you think about it too long and your your execution in the end is way overthought mm-hmm. and like the original idea probably would have been better. And sometimes waiting long makes you think of other things and incorporate it and it, the idea becomes deeper. You add other things into it and it becomes like it becomes better through like reflection, what I would call fermenting. Yeah. Whereas the other idea, whereas <laughs> thinking about something too much and then it being bad because you overthought it would be festering. And so that's always the question I have with any idea. It's a is, it's a real opposing it, philosophy. If right? I hang on to this idea, will it ferment or will it fester? Right. And I th- <laughs> and fermentation is like, you know, wine that's like good it it is rotting in a way but it's like the rotting that we like (laughs) I mean yeah it is definitely two opposing philosophies I believe in both but I think you have to have reflection I think probably the way it works out is like you need to be able to reflect so that you have your direction so that you know when you should like do the lightning in a bottle thing like idea and just like do that thing but if you're constantly just like popping off with like no direction then you're not doing anything at all you're just making noise which I think a lot of people are constantly making noise because they don't leave time for reflection I just don't know if there's any answer to, the, to Could like be. what to the, that question is like fermenter fester I'm a, I'm a- I'm a fermenter, I think. I'm definitely a you fermenter. You think the longer you think about a thing? You've never overthought something? Oh, no. I mean, I totally have. But, like, I'm just – I always think that I could – something could be better than it is, like, when I originally think of it. I don't know. I think raw ideas are sometimes good. Mm-hmm. But I'm always – I think that it could always be better. Yeah. I mean, the so – That's why I throw it in the old fermenter and I got – I'll tell you right now there's a lot in there <laughs> i feel like i'm definitely a fester i feel like i kill my own ideas over time as much as i try to oh. practice to like not do that like i'll it's it's bad it's a fine line it's a real though. fine line yeah because i mean i've definitely festered it's so hard making things yeah, is so hard i've got a i've got an old uh dusty drawer at the bottom of my refrigerator full of festering ideas <laughs> don't get down there too often it's a real just swamp. like a bunch of like potatoes with uh plants growing out of them it's it's gross so i would say casey Neistat's philosophy is the, is like the longer you hold on to an idea it probably festers and i remember there's this old youtuber that was like the i feel like he was almost like casey Neistat before casey Neistat. Mm-hmm. What was his name? Flip. Oh, man. I'll have to look it up later. But if you Google Google brain crack, he has this whole video called that's like the longer you hold on to idea, it'll become brain crack. And you'll think this idea is so good. I've got to keep it in my mind and wait for like the perfect opportunity and the tools to do it because like I can't do it right now. And you just hold on to it and you imagine like the success and everybody's reactions to that idea being executed perfectly. And it's just like the, you feed off the imagination of this idea. Yeah. The, the reality of this idea so much that you become afraid of even doing it. And so his philosophy also, same as Casey Neistat's, do it now, like, or else it'll become brain crack. Like, you're like right that's exactly what I feel like I do way too much in life like it's it's bad I mean but then again I think that there's certain things I think it's only with certain types of ideas that end up being sequestered to that point 
but like then again like having like a daily practice like I very much believe in having like a daily practice like if I'm like just try to draw one thing every day because like it like is like forward Mm -hmm. momentum like even in in so much of it is like the process all we're talking about right now is like finding meaning in the process so like not knowing where you're going and letting it reveal itself and who, oh, who you're talking about is Zay Frank. I just saw <laughs> Zay Frank. Yeah, he okay, totally yeah. is. He's nowhere to be seen anymore. Totally forgot about this guy. Where is he? What's he doing these days? 2012. Tristan sent me that video about brain crack because Tristan, I think, believes in brain crack too. This is our friend Tristan, who's a doctor at base. Yeah, yeah. He's a doctor base. <laughs> <laughs> base doctor. Yeah, I mean, I so I would say, wait, Casey Neistat's three six eight though. I think is a place where he wants ideas to happen now. Mm-hmm. The idea happens, and we have all the tools around us. He's basically he's like, what does everybody want? He's he wants to create a habitat mm-hmm. for ideas to happen in the now without either fermenting or festering. I, I would say no. I would say that the ideas that he wants to happen there are ideas that. You have, and then you have all the tools to execute. Look, I think it's a beautiful idea. As much as I really don't like Casey Neistat for some unexplainable reason, I don't think it's very fair of me to feel that way, but I do. Um, look, if thinking thinking about it, like, in retrospect, like, if I was 50 years into the future, like, I think he's definitely doing a service for everyone. Like, teaching people that it's 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 possible in society to create spaces where people can just like spend their lives innovating and thinking creatively that doesn't exist it's like that's why it's good you know but i guess the thing the thing i don't like about it is like it's not really a space for everyone this is a space for for creators who like you said before the people who get to be creators just like Brooke and Duffy said are the people who are like rich already people who have the ability to be entrepreneurs and like the ability to like do this thing where they spend all this time and energy creating this character that like could possibly not work out like yeah it's very likely that you fail you only see the winners which is why you think it's easy and the winners act like they fell into it and act like it's they're just like doing what they would have already been doing anyway and that it's so lucky that they're getting paid but no they work really hard for it and they have a lot of money to like exactly waste in case that in case this endeavor fails yeah um, that's and so those are, those are the kind of people that he's going to be accommodating yeah really so that's my only problem with him is that he really still views like youtube and social media in general as as democratic or like a meritocracy and and it's just it's like it's actually like the economics are like amplified like Mm -hmm. it's it's worse on (laughs) in some ways but in other ways i gotta say it it kind of is democratic it's 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 like it's complex but i mean in general the people who succeed and who are influencers are rich people so like i for me like yeah like two things i'm just skeptical he he's just too he's he's too a little too idealistic about what the internet is i mean well two things like one i lied when i said i don't know why i don't like him it's unexplainable like exactly what you just said is are all the reasons why like i'm just so sick of like these cool bro like white dudes just like being the leads of the internet and they feel like it's like oh we just got here somehow but no it's because like the system is designed to like give you that privilege so that you can pursue that thing because you wouldn't 
we were already the hero in previous yeah you would never see me being like a Casey Neistat for instance like that reality for me would be 10 million times harder to achieve it like it's not even happened you don't see any girls and any girls that are even like diverse in any respect as being like the top influencers the top like uh you know people doing things like this it just does not exist so yeah that's annoying um but the other thing is that it makes me think that maybe he does have a little bit of self-awareness because maybe that's why he got his friend from Cape Town to be like a, a main character. He Maybe he's trying to kind of, um, the people, I wonder if he's going to have some sort of awareness of the people that he brings into the house. Maybe he's going to have some awareness of like, of like diversity. I'd be very curious to see if that's how it works out. Um, I that's mean, a hopeful idea. I don't, I don't know if it'll happen. I think his friend's just like a guy that knew how to edit that wanted to move to New York, and I don't know for a bunch of various reasons. He's like just another guy on the show now. Well, that's great because um, I can't think of any other like. I, I would you put him in the category of like, yeah, like Logan Paul, Jake Paul. He's more popular than either of them well with he's like the jake paul logan paul the daddy people between like 25 and 50 years old if they're watching any vloggers at all they're watching well yeah he's all over the place but i would say like logan paul jake paul have a real cutoff whereas casey neistat doesn't i guess yeah i guess young kids probably like him but i guess let's go to 365 and talk to 368 let's go to 368 and talk to freaking sam well we have an in we could definitely i just saw sam shepherd on here yeah he's he was in there yeah he's in the clout gang Mm -hmm. he's in in the uh did you see all sam's marriott ads 368 yeah oh they're blowing up my insta yeah, he did a thing for Mary. Oh. He went to Marriott and stayed at a hotel, and they took a picture of him like reading the Wall Street Journal one night. It's shown up on my Instagram feed like probably five times already. <laughs> I mean, I will say that I really want to stay at the Marriott, and I, I actually <laughs> subscribed to um, the uh, uh, Marriott Instagram account. No, no, I subscribed to um, the Wall Street Journal because I and I think I need to start learning about like. Um, you know, what's going on on Wall Street <laughs> in print. I don't think it was for the Wall Street Journal. Yeah. No. You're just saying the ad worked. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> he got me. <laughs> yeah, Sam's just like, he's been hawking at, talking products at us left and right. I want to see, I want to see him riding a fucking boosted board reading the Wall Street Dang, Journal. Dang, that would be true alignment <laughs> with his brand. Yeah, what's going on? That's like a missed opportunity. Now nah, he's gonna is, be. Is he in like stocks? I don't mean. I, I don't just can't know. wait for Sam to be. He's gonna get like a Magic Leap prototype, and he's gonna be cruising down like New York City streets wearing Magic Leap goggles and like reading the Wall Street Journal like on a virtual <laughs> like, just like projection on a virtual platform. Yeah, like, like he'll have his whole like sidewalk. Twitter deck up. He'll have all of his social up, just like an, a heads up thing, like Iron Man cruising the city streets. He's good. It'll be shot in like. um you know, like whenever you know, whenever I forget what it was the exposure open. Whenever you have the drag, what when you like, have like long drag, exposure, long exposure. Yeah, he's gonna be like doing different stuff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy. Yeah, Sam is like so his go. job is to look like he's like the person living like five years, five to ten years in the future today. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could do it. I just don't think I have the energy. 
you gotta just be so positive. That kills you. How can you just be so happy all the time? That's just unrealistic. I know. I some need people to... maybe just are, though. You know, I met this. Yeah, people. that's true. What if there that's are... who influencers are? I would know? love to know what his brain chemistry is like and see if there's others like him and to see if that's really what it's all about. Because it's definitely just about, uh, it's about that. Maybe. I don't know if you're, like, less self-aware or more <laughs> self-aware. I really don't know. <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> Yeah. Who do we ask about that? So I don't know. In a year, <laughs> would you? I don't know where I think three six eight will be in a year. I think it will still be around. It'll probably be fully built by then. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna take. People are gonna really enjoy watching the process of coming together because they'll the fans will feel like they have built it because you'll be like, what do you guys think? Should we build a basketball court? Or should we get a ping pong table? And the fans will will comment. And then I think that the feel that here's the worst that the youtubers will feel like they really helped like shape what this was and i think i don't know it could be interesting he ha- he just has enough power that like Do... it it won't be nothing here's the thing It'll be here's, fine. The, here's actually here's a question is like okay i can maybe excuse jake and logan paul for like goofing off all the time like Oh, I want, like, a boxing gym in my living room with a chandelier over it. Oh, I want, like, a game room. I want a merch room in my house. I want this. Goof. Just goof. Yeah, by the way, Casey Neistat's going to have a merch shop in the front of the Cute. That's great. It's, like, I can maybe excuse them because, like, it's just, I mean, it's bad. It's not good, like, children's television. It's not good entertainment. It's not, like, educational in any real way. Um... But I guess because I guess my question is like Casey Neistat is like for uh, a little bit of an older crowd, so like mm-hmm. what is he gonna be spending his like what is gonna be is he gonna be spending his time just like having all these people come to his factory or whatever to make goofs like or is he gonna have some sort of like impact on like culture like what is what is what is he contributing? Like, is he, is it just entertainment or is he going to feel like he needs to like contribute or like give back in some way? Cause I feel like, I think, I think entertainment in itself, I think, I think entertainment in itself for him is what is giving back. Yeah. Logan Paul's really shifted his message a little Mm. bit to be just like, I'm just trying to bring a smile to your face today. Like he's dropped his whole, like this is, well, he still says this is a movement or revolution Mm -hmm. about the Maverick movement. Mm -hmm. But also, I, I feel like he's backed off it a little. Maybe he hasn't, but I don't, so. <laughs> I don't know. But he also just keeps saying like his other things. Like, yeah, I'm just I'm trying to bring a smile to your face, just trying to entertain you. I just feel- so that's sort of their that's their per- the thing they point to when people say like it's just so privileged. Like, accuse them of anything. It's just like it's entertainment. I mean, this is showbiz. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's definitely really weird because like. It's definitely tone deaf because everything is is burning, like, in reality, which maybe that gives the merit to, like, you know, be a distraction. Maybe that is that is what why he feels yeah. that's important, and maybe it is. But at the same time, it's just, like, you're, are, you are already a very privileged person, and you're already giving back to, like, or, like, uh, uh, um, 
catering to like a very like privileged demographic like even with the people that you include in on your project and then you just decide to put the blinders on and like not contribute or like give back in any way like I don't know I'll be curious to see if that's something that like uh it ends up kind of revealing itself in a show or in his like whole project what do you mean giving back I don't know just like with all all of the hours in the day that you have to like goof off and just make jokes or like, I don't know, sell products or whatever. Like you would think that maybe, maybe there would be some, I mean, he's done charity things. And I don't even want to call it charity. I just want it to, I just would more say things that are aware of like the immediate culture and like maybe some sort of response to it. Like, I I don't know. I feel like it's hard to just ignore that completely. About what culture? Hmm. About what culture? Our culture in general. I mean, I don't want to be specific, but I'm just saying, like, all of the social impact stuff that's going on, all of the, you know, all the things in politics, like, all the things, all of the Mm -hmm. tension around social media, for you to just to put your blinders on and to create this fun house seems just, like, really irresponsible. Yeah, I think that it is crazy because, I mean, in a way, like, I feel like, late night tv has always like been light entertainment and they're like this is entertainment like we're not we're not trying to like actually go like in deep and talk about anything like conan Mm -hmm. was like always just goofy like that's we're not whatever bad things happened they weren't really acknowledged on the show because this is a show where you have fun sure yeah and i would say that that's what casey neistat sort of says about his show it's not like they don't go there sometimes but i think in general most of these shows would say that's what we're like and i think what we're thrown off by is that they present themselves as being like this is reality this is every this is raw this is real but they still do carry that like tradition of no i mean we're not this is a show where we have i mean that's an interesting like uh juxtaposition because like if you think about what late night is kind of turned into like the people that are running late night, it's like all the people that did like Colbert or something like a political kind of like late night, like comedian. So it's almost like all of the traditional late night kind of like pure entertainment shows have become a little bit more political and it maybe it's because they're just been around and like, there's something about that so that maybe what you're saying is like the new place really all, all the late night shows have become more I political. feel like anytime I see anything is just like they're you know commenting on I mean granted there's like still a lot of entertainment but they're still they're always giving their two cents about something that's going on whether it's with Trump or whether it's with like Zuckerberg or whatever like I feel like it's become more it, it's like it's it's become a little bit more political than it used to be in the past and maybe what you're saying is that vlog culture is like the new place where you just kind of put your blinders on and it's just pure entertainment maybe Um, i would just say it's like up to the individual vlog you know so like about what they're about what they're like sort of tone is i don't know i feel like we've got off the rails maybe Zach just started playing guitar and he's just eating hummus. So, <laughs> or cheese. Is it hummus? It's hummus, yeah. Oh. A lot of questions. I don't know. I th- I feel like maybe we over we maybe from we maybe festered it a bit. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, there are many questions, many which will never be answered, but. That's what we're here to talk about, and we hope that you enjoyed this episode. (laughs) And if you did, please uh, like and subscribe.
Can we like and subscribe? I don't know. Um, you can. And you can follow us or something on Anchor. I'm. Um, I'm. You can follow me at that's all, folks. Uh, just follow me on Instagram. I'm really trying to get my. I really want to hit a thousand. Gotta get that boost. I'm not even close. So how close are you? Just Zacker. Not close at all. I think I, I probably have at least fall. I mean, I got more than Ryan, but that's not saying much. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. I don't even want to say it. Just go follow me. <laughs> <laughs> so just Zacker. Yeah, just Zacker. Hit me up on Twitter. I'm not that active, but if I get if I get two followers today, I'll I'll tweet um every day this week. <laughs> that's a promise. <laughs> Hit it. Uh, um, and your tree on Anchor. Yeah. You got it. Just look up tree. Just look up tree on Google. It's literally tree. <laughs> Google tree. That's me. It's gonna be page. If you want to like skip right to it, it's page five thousand five hundred thousand six hundred thirty-eight. Third image from the bottom on the right. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah you gotta switch on your podcast thing so that when you publish an episode you get published on itunes so we're on itunes now. oh dang i think this ends the only the only deal with that is that at the end of this there's like a little watermark audio watermark was like this thing was made with anchor oh really come join anchor oh, guys my. or something that'll happen at the end of this but that's what we that's what we pay for this service it's an advertisement for Anchor. Thanks, Anchor. Like, I know you guys have heard our criticisms, and please take them seriously. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, th- thanks. Give us a review in the Apple Podcast Store. I heard recently they don't want to be called iTunes anymore. Oh, really? Or Apple something store. Yeah. So, review that. Re- review like us. They're going to be like Snoop Lion for a little while. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't think they're ever going to go back to dog, though. Maybe I don't think he will. Yeah. Well, Snoop. He's probably going to be like Snoop Bird. He's dog now. But he returned to dog. I think he no did. No way. Yeah. He has that gospel album. Is he dog on that? I don't know. I didn't know that. I didn't know that he was doing gospel. He's got a gospel album that went to number one. <laughs> he is. <laughs> <laughs> all right well thanks for listening casey neistat good luck with 368 we'll see you soon casey yeah lots of critique but we're excited so great job i have a. Cup. I mean it's at least going to be entertaining to watch people thirst to get into that zone oh. i have a kind of an idea for kind of like a cool like hanging chair corner in the office where all the oh yeah i could ju- i got I, if you want just me to like spend like if you, if i had a bunch of money just fantasy money to spend in a zone and just like buy build like basically like a peewee's playhouse style just like uh dude fun fortress you know i could think of so many good ideas give me give me the reins on some projects i got this idea for like a, a sort of like astroturf like hills of astroturf in the office that you could lay on and i'll put mm. some subwoofers in there oh, so you can listen to some music and like sort of the hills kind of bump will, bump, will bump in your back maybe like a little massage you know cool. audio massage on that the, on the uh, indoor i'd like to stretch my back on those hills too yeah mm-hmm. yeah you can arch your back on the hill maybe you've got like a sharp hill like a wider hill yeah that'd be cool different lengths of grass and stuff mm. 
Yeah. <laughs> so that's one free idea. If you want more, you got to hire me for 368. <laughs> that that one's free 68, all right? <laughs> he said free like uh, okay. Like not costing anything. Okay. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>